When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Here we go. Okay, look at you. Nickelodeon is calling. Please give me a ring-a-ding-ding, Nikki. I'm trying to expand my portfolio this year. <laughs> you want to do some children's content? Yeah. That would, you know, I could, I could see you having fun doing a. Would you ever like direct like a kids show, like not like a not like a teenage like Disney Channel show, but like more of like a Barney like not I necessarily would feel total more education, but like being. A character within it. I don't know about directing it. It could be a Truman show. But if I could be like a show. Yeah, if I could be like a a fun character, I'd do it. If you could be one of the Fugalis. Yeah, I can just run around, 
hanging out with the kids. You're going to be the new Miss Rachel? Mm-hmm. I ended up on Miss Rachel Appreciation I have no clue TikTok. who Miss Rachel is. She is this woman who makes YouTube videos that teaches um, kids... Uh, forgive me any parent who's here or like speech language speech language pathologist like if I'm using the wrong terminology but like she teaches kids like how to talk and like how to like she gives like positive incentives but it's like educational kind of content that is based and heavily researched in like speech language pathology in um like it's just like help I guess it's like developmental that <laughs> took me a second um for little kids and I looked into it because I was like everyone talks about Miss Rachel all the fucking time and I was like I wonder if that's like a toddler thing and it's very much a baby sort of thing so um can't recommend it to my nephew because uh he's a little too old too old for that stuff but you know it could be you I'm sure she's yeah. raking in the money I'm so curious about I mean, Blippy, you know, I don't trust Blippy and Blip, the franchise of Blippy. So we know when, when Blippy franchised, we know you're taking in the money. But Miss mm-hmm. Rachel, that's under wraps. How much are you making? I've never heard of her before, but I see that she's very popular. Mm-hmm. Parents love her as well. Like celebrities will just be like, use a Miss Rachel reference in their Instagram captions. And like, we'll be like, oh my God, Miss Rachel, like we're obsessed with you. And that idea is like being... A celebrity who fangirls. I like, first of all, I love when like actors fangirl over athletes. Like I'm obsessed with famous people fangirling over other famous people who are in different genres. But by far the best has to be celebrities fangirling over Miss Rachel. Like, and you're like, my kid loves you. Like, that's just, it's great. I love that so much. Um, Well, I had, I had something I wanted to talk to you about, but do you have anything specific before I get into it? Yeah, I have a few things to bring up. You start. We talked about DoorDash earlier. Oh, yeah. And so, uh, well, earlier as in on, don't blame me, I believe, I don't remember, could have been something else. We talk a lot. We've been talking since 12 o'clock and now it's 7.13. Um, But, you know, I, Melissa DeMonts, ordered, when I get off the plane, I immediately order food so it'll be here when I arrive home. Um, So I got home. My food was still not here. And so I'm looking and DoorDash, like it kept pushing back the time that it was going to be ready. And I was like, whatever, I'm going to take a shower. I'm sure it'll be here by the time I get out the shower. Oh no, this is like your grocery saga all over again. It's different. So I get out the shower and um, still not there. Then so then I sit and I I don't remember. I did some other shit. Made my changed my bed sheets and stuff. And then it finally arrived. And I looked at the picture and I was like, "That's not the front of my house." And they had delivered it to the side of my house, which is fine. Okay. Because it's still your the house. reason it's fine is because one is still my house, but also. There was a box sitting out there from a company that had sent me some stuff and been sitting out there for weeks. So you know what that meant? Mm-hmm. It was soaked in rainwater. Mm-hmm. So if I didn't, I'm sure the mail people like realized I wasn't home. It probably been sitting in the front. And so they moved it to the side of the house. Um, so at least I got to bring it in. It was like candles and some other stuff that was easily washable, so it was okay. okay that's good. So it was good that I, w- I it was good that she delivered it there. 
But I bring it in, I notice it's a lot more food than what I had ordered. And so it was my food, but also another Melissa's food. So that's why it was taking so long because she was waiting for this other person's food because they thought it was all in the same order. It had Melissa, but part of their last name on it. And so it wasn't my food. And so I had my food plus their food. And then I was like, hey, DoorDash, like, I got delivered somebody else's There's food. There's a I knew hungry that, Melissa out yeah. there, and it's not me. <laughs> and it's not me. And I let them know because that's the right thing to do, even mm-hmm. though I knew they weren't going to take it back. And they still gave me, like, $30 in credit for my – I was like, this isn't inconvenient to me at all. No. Like, I have extra food now. Also, I had ordered from Mendocino, and the sandwich that I got – of course, like that they the other Melissa ordered was also gluten free. So I was like, I was about to say your, your statistics there. Yes. Like you order from a place that the chances are that you got a bonus meal you could eat that I could eat. She also had a salad that I could eat. So I was like, and something else. It was it was just a lot of food that I had not ordered, and so I was very happy. And then DoorDash was they were like, you can. D- donate it to someone needy but it was raining so i wasn't going to be leaving anytime soon you're gonna be the creep who knocks on someone's door in the rain and goes would you like this food (laughs) they're like who are you and you're like i'm just helping someone in need and they're like i need you to leave that's what i need so um thank you doordash wow wow you really like i'm waiting for our doordash sponsorship because like you've really sold doordash the last um two times we've talked about them yeah so this is the week of maybe me getting DoorDash. I mean, other Melissa's probably like, fuck DoorDash. <laughs> yeah, but. but maybe I'll let them know that like I'm friends of the Melissa whose order was not messed up. So I would like the same treatment as <laughs> like giving me other people's food that I can eat and also paying me for being a good person. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's so I'm not like I don't want to be surprised because but, you know especially rainy days in LA and all mm-hmm. of that stuff. Like usually that delivery stuff is really dicey on success. And yeah. this is like the best possible thing that could have happened. Yeah, It does remind me of um, my shark tank pitch, which I don't know why this hasn't happened yet. Actually I do. It seems, uh, I feel like if this was a movie, like s- villains could probably definitely use this for bad. Like this is not the science we wanted to, but if we were just, just pure ethically perfect this would be nice that like you should be able to order delivery while you're in traffic and like you should have like a sensor on your car and like you got a sunroof and then it comes and it attaches on and it like drops the food off there but like the idea that I have to be inside my home or any place of residence to get food is just like I really need the food when I'm stuck in traffic uber eats when they first launched, they had this program where they would just drive around with um, several meals from a cer- certain restaurant. You know what was the what they had? Oh, they don't do that anymore. They don't do it anymore. Where they just I would do it like if I was like I knew I was going to be at this specific point in traffic every day. I was always going to be there, so I'd just have them leave me like I'd meet them on the corner and they would give me food. Wow. I know Kyle would do it like in New York, but that Mm -hmm. would just be like, you know, he'd walk in, grab it and like meet wherever they were. But yeah, doing it in traffic. Cause like when we were driving back from Colorado, like we were just stuck in fucking traffic and we wanted food so badly, but like, we can't waste the fucking time. Mm -hmm. And our snacks were depleted. I didn't want another fucking nut or a piece of salami. And 
I was like, damn, that would be so nifty. Cause like, what the fuck is a sunroof for? If not for a little robot <laughs> giving me some French fries, like that's what the future is about. Like, I'm sorry, we don't have portable jetpacks that like an everyday person can have. Like we don't have like the shoes that got the fire underneath where you're like zooming all around and Dippin' Dots aren't even ice cream of the future. So like, why, like, what do I, I have, I have an iPhone. Okay, cool. Yeah. I have a smartphone that like recognizes my face, but the that, dr- you know, the drones are being worked on. Yeah, but I don't think they're being worked on for good. Like, I'm a little worried. And I would just like, if you're going to, like, use them as, like, weapons of mass destruction, like, no, I can't. No, I mean, like, because, you know, Amazon has the whole drop-off feature that they sometimes are working on, sometimes aren't. And I think at some point, because they did have a delivery service, like, food delivery service, and then they stopped doing it. So I think, like, if they would have stuck with it, then they could have yeah, been there. I don't know if I trust them, because one of their things that they did was, like, oh, we can deliver things inside your home for Mm -hmm. you. And that to me was like, I'm not worried that drivers are going to like do anything, but I'm all, I'm a little bit more worried that like drivers won't be legally protected if anyone claims that they did something. But the thing was that you had to have a video camera inside your home for it to, for them to be able to do it. So there was a video that was a camera that was pointed directly at your door so you could see who was Mm -hmm. actually coming in. Yeah, I just, I just, I don't, don't trust it, but no. that that was the thought behind it. I just don't think it's safe for like the workers. Like the idea that like as a worker, you're yeah. like, oh, you have to go into other people's homes and like, you know, there'll be a camera and there'll be all that. And it's like, well, it feels like you're doing a lot of protection for them and like not so much for me. So, and also, who's to say that the people that are inside the home are safe for the workers? That's what I mean. Like, that's like, I just, they don't have a great track record of protecting their workers and the idea that like you're just going to go into people's homes like, oh, what's the who's legally protected here? Who's physically protected here? Stresses me out. So I don't know if like they're the people I would like without a doubt trust mm-hmm. to do that. So like I need one of those startups in Silicon Valley who like have the little robots that like, you know, go around. They make those TikToks like, can you do this for us? Like, that'd be so handy. Like, it'd just be yeah. so nice. Yeah. You know, because like what else be. are you doing in traffic? Yeah. Sadly, nothing. And I could be snacking on some like hot food without getting off the freeway because I can't get off the freeway. Like so nice. So appreciative. So um, that's what I thought about when you were telling me that. Um, We finished. We started and finished She-Hulk this weekend. Okay. We started on, we might have even started like on Friday, maybe Mm -hmm. Saturday and finished it last night. I think loved it good i'm so happy well melissa it's fucking camp like yes it's so, it's fucking so campy, campy. Like, but and i didn't and there was no way for me to explain what the show was to you because it it like it makes it makes a lot of sense but yeah. also it doesn't but well, also a lot of people didn't read the comics and didn't understand that she hulk herself is just camp like the whole yeah. like she breaks the fourth wall the last episode is actually almost exactly mm-hmm. came from a comic. That last episode and no, but I mean this, it's not even like a spoiler, but like w- whatever, like we're not going to give a plot spoiler, but like mm-hmm. part of it is like breaks the fourth wall. And I guess, spoiler alert, she goes into like the studio, Marvel studios. When I was fucking dying at like just how I- I've never been to obviously like Marvel studios, but like, 
I've been to a thousand and one fucking auditions at like that lot. I've walked all of those streets. I've been in those buildings. I've literally been in so many of those offices that just weren't the Marvel ones, but I've signed those NDAs. Mm -hmm. I've done the picture. And I was like, you really are committing this to a group of like, a small group of people who are watching this, who know that you're nailing this, mm -hmm. but like for everybody else, it's just a plot point. But for people who've been through it, like the, the, the commitment to the accuracy, like it was like, Oh, thank you for the niche references mm -hmm. and jokes and doing it. Like it was just so funny. And, um, I, I just, I really liked it. Like you were the one who told me before when you were like, it's like, uh, like a lawyer, like imagine like a lawyer procedural, but like she's she Hulk. And I was mm -hmm. like, why did nobody market it like that? Like, it was just like, Oh, she Hulk. Like I'm supposed to like know m that much about it, but like it is so different in the sense that like, it's an established television format. Mm -hmm. That's the thing. It's just TV. And the thing is, all the other Marvel TV shows, while, while they are TV shows, they just feel like an extended movie. This actually just felt like a TV show. I was talking to Moth about that, where it was like, so I specifically, the my two favorite Marvel shows that I've seen, and, and like not favorite based on like the content or the plot or whatever, but just like how well they, I think that they were done well was WandaVision mm -hmm. and was She-Hulk because both of them felt like TV shows. Like, I think WandaVision as a movie, it wouldn't have worked as well. I think right. it would have worked, but it, it, it wouldn't have worked as well. And Because you needed a reset and it would have yeah. been too much, but yeah. And it was like, they're so clear, like there was like really clear, the director did a great, it was really great directing, really mm -hmm. great cinematography, really great like tone and style, which is, something that you don't no offense to like marvel in general but like marvel has a tone and a style of its movies so like the directors don't get to do a huge amount of wow this feels really visually different than other marvel movies like it mm -hmm. just doesn't happen like you're working within a box but with those two shows like they were very much how tv is like they let tv directors like every fucking episode can be a whole different tone mm -hmm. because that's how you're you're allowed to do that on TV. It's encouraged on TV. That's how directors build up their portfolio, um, or they're real. But you know, for uh, that's the same sort yeah. of instance. And um, I I really loved that because I missed that about. I mean, I'm sad every day that Wandavision. Like it's. I mean, it's one of the best shows I think ever mm -hmm. done. And I was like sad about that ending. And we watched. Um, Moon Knight, which I also loved, but that would have been a movie. Like, could have been yeah. a great movie. And then this, I mean, same thing with Hawkeye and Falcon and what are they called that one? Winter Soldier. Is was that what it? the show was called? I think it was Falcon. I think not Hawkeye. Hawkeye yeah, had his the own Falcon show. and the Winter Soldier. Yeah. So I didn't watch the Hawkeye show, and then Falcon and the Winter Soldier I liked too, but that was also a movie. Like mm -hmm. it was just that is what it is. But like, I was just, I don't think it's also a coincidence that the female led ones, uh, are less film-like and more leaning into like the TV kind of space. And they're not as, not to say they're not as cinematic, but like in the sense of like, Oh, we're just throwing money at this. Like they're mm -hmm. definitely more creative in that. And I like, I like, I fucking loved it. Like it was yeah. so, it was just so like, just so good. And I'm, I'm also like, 
they're definitely going to do more of it mm-hmm. versus WandaVision. When I watched the, I was like, oh, well, this, this was over. just to get her to the next part yeah. for the movies for Wanda. Um, but yeah, like, and they said in She-Hulk, they're like, you're not getting a movie. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, you're, you're. <laughs> it's, she's so funny in it too. Yeah. She's, I, I want you to watch just one episode of, uh, Orphan Black. Orphan Black because her, I know everyone says that she's Yeah, like even amazing. if you don't if you don't watch even I would say watch like in later episode just one episode just so you can see how she changes into different mm-hmm. characters but playing a clone of herself. She's just brilliant and she's she's so funny. And then the Magda Stallion episode, of course. First of all, Mega Stallions, that whole look of hers, the whole outfit, mm-hmm. the make everything. I was just like, wow, you brought your own glam team and like you look fucking beautiful. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. 
A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. In our live stream, our listeners are always recommending and talking about books. So we're so excited about Book of the Month because this is something that our listeners are going to love. This is a brand that I've been familiar with for a a long time. I like love watching people talk about it. I love seeing what books people are reading and like what books they have available. And I, I, I love I love everything about it. So I'm so excited for someone who like... You know, the ease of getting into a book, a lot of it can feel like really daunting. So to have like a service where it's like you're going to get like high quality hardcover books, which that's my preferred way to read at incredible prices, but also curated. So it's like amazing, cool, wonderful, great. This is it's kind of like a, a straight shot into that and something that book of the month you can do over and over and over again. And one of the great things about it is the longer you are part of the program, the cheaper the books get. Book of the Month's mission is to help readers discover new books they love and promote the work of emerging authors. One of the amazing things about Book of the Month is that every aspect of Book of the Month experience is designed to be fun and special for readers. First of all, the books come in a bright blue box, which is very pretty. Me and Megan were just talking about them. There's also a fun app to pick your books and track reading progress. And as well, there are reading challenges and rewards. And Book of the Month makes it really easy to decide what book to read next, which for me is like the biggest hurdle. I love when other people make choices for me, especially when they're good choices. And I'm like, cool, I can trust you. So each month, the editorial team reads through hundreds of new titles and they pick some of the best new books for you to choose from. All of the books are so good. You can't go wrong. And I mean that wholeheartedly. When we were picking like our selects for this, I was like, wait, this I like all of them this is hard and I literally coordinated with Melissa and I was like okay so these are like my top ones I'm assuming they will be yours so don't pick the same one as me so then we can swap afterwards and that's what we did so we got the Ministry of Time by Killian Bradley and we also received the return of Ellie Black by Emiko Jean the Ministry of Time is like people are calling it like if you're a fan of Outlander and like spy novels or time traveling books it's quoted from town and country saying it's really innovative fun storytelling the ministry of time is definitely for you and listed as 45 of the must read books for spring 2024 and then harper's bazaar also said part time travel romance part spy thriller and 100 percent multifaceted joyride <gasps> when i tell you that i was like sold we're also excited about the return of ellie black and this one is about a missing girl who returns but that isn't the end of the story it's only the beginning. We both like a, a, a detective book. This one is uh, 20 years since Detective Chelsea Calhoun's sister vanishes. Ever since, Chelsea has been searching for signs for closure for other missing girls. But happy endings are rare in Chelsea's line of work. 
which that sounds so intriguing. And I'm looking forward to reading this novel so much. Can't wait. And we're so excited to usher in this new sponsor. And we know y'all are already going to love this. Plus, we've been recommended this so many times. Mm-hmm. So I, I we, we've already got fans in you. Try the service yourself at bookofthemonth.com and you can get your first book for $5 with code PEDALS. That is your first book, $5 at bookofthemonth.com using code PEDALS. And it was funny too, because it was like, she wasn't herself, but then an actual Meg the Stallion came and you're like, yeah, this like, is great. And I could, you could just also tell that like she was having fun mm-hmm. and I... I like I love watching TV shows about like women and then seeing other women on the show clearly like having a good time, whether mm-hmm. it's like their characters are having fun or whatever. But like I love seeing a, a something about female rage, but then also like women just like having fun and like enjoying yep. themselves and not being this like catalyst for oh, a love story or like trauma or whatever it is, like a horrific backstory. Like there's just something so nice about like watching just like women enjoy being women and like having a good time. And I thought they also tackled and addressed like so much of like, it was just so on the nose with some of the stuff where there was like, like it's stuff with like like with Bruce when he's like we have to be prepared and she goes yeah well like women are like literally always fucking afraid Mm -hmm. and she just delivers it in such a way and the script is done in such a way that like it's so clear that there's so many women behind it because Mm -hmm. it's a it's a no big deal thing it's just like a fucking throwaway because it's not a big it's not a it doesn't take it's my brain's always had to program for that like this isn't like a sob story this is the only thing I've ever fucking known so like let's move on and I just thought that whole thing the whole way it was done was um, great. And I also like, I love, like I said, like I love shows and movies like about female rage and there's something really campy about that rage turning you into the Hulk and like mm-hmm. a giant green monster essentially. And uh, I thought it was hilarious. My, I like love the, what is she, what was her name? Madison. Uh, Madison. Oh my fucking God, I so fucking good. Melissa, I was like, usually when I watch things like that, I'm like, damn, I would. And the monster's like, you've been great at that role. And I go, no, she is perfect. Like <laughs> I would have, if, if I booked that role over her, I would have been like devastated. Like there's no fucking way. She was so funny. Mm-hmm. I looked her up afterwards and I guess she like won a bunch of like, in lots of publications wrote up like the scene stealer and she yeah. looked like she was great. Blah, blah, blah. Um, I want to see Madison Wongers together. I, oh my God. That was so fucking funny and i really want to know who wrote some of those lines in that episode or if they were allowed to like improv and if they did some of that improv because she's a comedian like i looked mm-hmm. her up like and so it was just like so well done and so fucking funny and then i also love the guy they're like the the this i forget what what his like job title is at their work the but, other lawyer guy yeah uh pug I want to call him and maybe, but I like Mots and I call like he is a, we. <laughs> that's like when we talk about Anthony's, like he's an Anthony. Yeah, to us. pug. Yeah, he's so funny too. Like, and I think how they wrote him, mm-hmm. like people always talk about, like you know, uh, like I mean, men will always be like, oh, why do you need like wi- like men write women all the time, like blah blah. Like, why is it so important for like women to write women, and so you can have like I've also fucking love how women write men that aren't 
romantic interests. Mm-hmm. Like, I also think that like men get to be more well-rounded characters there. Like he's not used as a love interest. He's not written in this way that it's like, oh, wow, look at him. Like he's not good. He's not bad. Like he's just like, he gets to have a personality too. Mm-hmm. And I just, I really like it. I think like all of the acting is great. I think all of the casting is really good. Yeah. And even her best friend. Uh, oh yeah. Nikki. She looks like someone. She, um, they loved her. Like the part was originally like, different and they loved her so much and they rewrote it to put a lot of her personality into it too so like i think they were right they were writing they think they changed some things to write to the people that they cast too which makes it even better wow oh you found out when uh captain america lost his virginity Melissa, it made so much fucking sense to me why I was like, <laughs> why did everybody for like a solid two week, week and a half period say, oh my God, does She-Hulk like follow you on Instagram? Like, does She-Hulk know that like, did, were you in the writer's room? And I'm like, what the fuck are y'all talking about? But like, I never thought more of it. Like I didn't, I didn't look into it and, or, or then people even DM'd me and they were like, or tweeted at me saying things like, uh, can't wait for like Megan to watch this episode of She-Hulk. Like this feels like a personal shout out. And I fully, fully fucking forgot about that when I started watching the show. And as soon as that moment happened, I go, that was the moment. That was definitely the moment mm-hmm. they were all fucking talking about. And it was just so funny. And like, I, I, I don't know if like, I was just like, if I'm not in like, I'm not in the Marvel, like fan social media world kind of thing. I stay far fucking away from that after the treatment of yeah. uh, Brie Larson. So, um, and the women in general, but specifically Brie Larson. They've they're really bad about She-Hulk. Like I'm sure excessively bad about She-Hulk. I'm sure, and I think they 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 did a great job for the season one storyline being, mm-hmm. you know, essentially that. So um, I don't know if that's like a common thing that everybody talks about. Like when did he lose his virginity? But um, because I'm not a part of that online community, I do instead like to believe that it was a personal shout out for me. <laughs> so I loved it, and I need to figure out what is. Why do I recognize this woman? Because maybe she just looks like someone else or someone that I know. Maybe I don't know her. Then she looks yeah, like, like she's been in a few things that I've seen. But Oh, she was in Ted. I don't know what her role was in Ted, but there's a chance I recognize her from that. She just has very distinct voice and mannerisms. Yeah. And so it could be that she looks like someone and I know someone who has very similar mannerisms to her because it's not yeah. just the look it's like, yeah like I agree she felt like somebody I knew like she I just know. feels like an actual friend yeah no it does like to me like if you introduce me to her at like a birthday party of yours like this is my friend like I wouldn't mm-hmm. I'd be like yeah this is, this is yeah. one of your friends like mm-hmm. it's just like she's great in it um so I love it I can't recommend it enough i'm so happy that you finally saw it oh my god i'm like i loved it like i i like can't wait for more i love this era of not all the marvel tv shows i haven't watched them all there's a couple that just don't interest me as much um but the ones that they have done like i really i really like it and i think women get to (laughs) uh they get to have a little bit more to do mm-hmm. in the TV shows. So it's been so fucking enjoyable and I'm t- so sad it's over. And now we have I to know. watch Dead to Me. I was watching it live too. So mine was like Thursday. I was sitting down and watching them. I can't do that anymore. 
Like yeah. I just it, it actually it felt because I haven't done it in a long time except for with my soap operas, of course. I hadn't done it in a long time, and it just felt it felt good to have appointment TV. Yeah. Well, I I I feel like that with um Abbott Elementary. That's like the only one, and I'm not even on top of it, but like we'll be like two weeks behind, like mm-hmm. at most. Have you watched last week's episode? No, we, have, we, we haven't watched that. And we didn't, was last week the first week or the second yeah, week back? Yeah, the first week. Yeah, so we haven't watched that. And so like, I love that in the sense of like, oh, the Halloween themed episode around Halloween. There's like mm-hmm. that, that, and that. Um, But anything that requires me to kind of follow from week to week plot points, I can't, I'm not good at the the week in between sort of thing because- I'm also not good at paying attention for a whole episode. So I, I start to remember things, maybe episode four, it starts mm-hmm. like clicking more. But if I don't give myself that cushion, I'm just going to be like, what happened? I don't remember. Yeah. But I I loved it. And what are the last ones of the Marvel shows left that I haven't seen? That Probably I... Miss Marvel. Um, is that out already? Yeah. Oh. Not Captain Marvel, Miss Marvel. No, no. Yeah, the kid. Yeah. Is she not a that kid? That has been out. She is a kid. Miss Marvel. For some reason, I didn't think that was out. But also, maybe... Yeah, it's not. It came out in June of last year. Oh. I'm behind. Okay, so let's see. Oh, they did a Daredevil show? I didn't know that. It was on Netflix. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, there was Daredevil and... um, Jessica Jones. Jessica Jones and uh, Luke Cage and uh, Iron Fist all had their own shows. Mm. But they're, it's the same guy that played him, Daredevil, and She-Hulk. So they're bringing, they're eventually bringing them over. Because they, they only stopped making them because Disney Plus was coming and Netflix, and then Disney didn't want Netflix to have the rights to it oh. anymore. Oh, okay. And so that's the only reason why they stopped making them. He's cute. He's very cute. Is he cute not in the show too? Mm-hmm. Like, I, he mean, looks, he, I mean, not in the show. I, I think he just looks like a... Like a dude. The but guy. he's really but charming he's very in the charming. show. Yeah. I was like, damn, who are... Like, I had, and Mott's like said, he's like, oh, that's what's it, like, the, whatever the actor's name is. And I was like, oh my God. Like, why yeah. are you in rom-coms? Like, his fucking smile. Like, he's so he's very charming. charming. But Mott yeah. says he works a lot, so... Yeah, so, but there are they are bringing... They're like, he's going to have his own mm. series on Disney Plus. But Netflix, it was a lot more dark and bloody. And so it's not going to be as dark Great. on Disney Plus. I know I couldn't watch it either. Perfect. I love Jessica Jones. Luke Cage, I thought was corny, but I liked all of the show. They had, they were all separate shows, but they all mm-hmm. interacted with each other. And it would be nice because they would, they because it was on Netflix, they wouldn't, they would like mention things that were happening in the MCU, but they wouldn't specifically name, like they would call Hulk the big green guy because um. it was hat. Cause they're in New York. So like some of the stuff was happening where they were. <laughs> and so they would like mention, like they messed up downtown or whatever, but they couldn't actually say what was happening. <laughs> I love so. that. Like little legal loophole box mm-hmm. you put in. So it's like, how can we say this? Yeah. That's funny. Yeah. I didn't so. watch, I didn't get that iteration of Marvel related TV shows. Like I didn't watch any of those. I tried to watch Jessica Jones. I didn't, I it's love that Kristen first. Like, I, love I love her, her too. But that first season was so fucking 
scared. Like it was too real. Like yeah. it, it was something that could happen to any of us women. Mm-hmm. It was so scary and dark. And I think that might be a reason why it didn't get panned in the way that the other female led ones get panned because they, it was so dark that men were like, Oh, okay. Yeah. People loved it. Like people yeah. really, really loved mm-hmm. it, but I I couldn't get through the first episode. Yeah, I was it's just like this is t- too heavy. It's very heavy, but I at the at the second season wasn't as heavy. But yeah. then when they did the crossovers, when they had all four of them together, plus Missy, I'll include her, even though she didn't have her own spinoff, but she is one of the um, city. It's what they call them. The uh, what are they? The defenders. It's what mm. they're called. So the only ones on Disney Plus that I haven't seen, I watched WandaVision, I watched The Falcon and the Winter Soldier, watched Loki. I did not watch What If, which I, they said it's an animated one. I mm-hmm. didn't watch Hawkeye. I watched Moon Knight, did not watch Miss Marvel, and I watched She-Hulk, Attorney at Law. Yeah. And then so. is this coming up? Um, so What If, does you don't necessarily have to watch because it's just like What If T'Challa was um guardians i'm talking about guardians sorry i get the chris is mixed up guardians of the galaxy if he was star lord yes if he was star lord and so that was actually uh chadwick's last thing that he had done because he voiced it oh wow so So if i um am feeling extra emotional already i will watch that one yeah but there i mean but it like switches up it's like what if uh um uh instead of Captain America if he didn't do it what if uh Peggy had gone under instead of him mm. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. I could be into them. And I'm, I'm excited for like the slate of things that they've got coming up. Oh yeah, the head writer on She Hulk's a woman and Yeah, yeah. They were in when they when they went on. to the actual writers room on the show when they went to the writers yeah. room, that was the actual writers room. So the woman well, talking was the showrunner. It's just if anyone was curious if that's accurate about any of it looks like, like they were there. Like yes, this they is were they didn't that's the not a stage. Place. They didn't yeah. set it up. That's like that's literally the office. Mm-hmm. And like that's what it looks like. That's what every writers room looks like. That's literally that's like literally it. Like it's yeah. just so, so fucking funny. I really wish they shot more stuff like that on the Disney lot because it's, mm-hmm. it's like so perfect for that because it's it literally like that is it. Like there's yeah. they didn't cheat any of it. That's what it is. Oh well, I loved it. So thank you for the recommendation. You're welcome. And I'm I excited for you to, to get into Dead to Me. Me too. Yeah. There's uh dead to me and then we finally are gonna after dead to me attempt to start white lotus and then we are also both on the team of we're just gonna give up if i finished the second season i will say it's one of those shows that they write to the season finale which i don't necessarily it's not my favorite thing i know some people like it it's not my favorite thing i prefer when there is action throughout the whole thing, mm-hmm. the whole season. Um, but I, I'll say that I enjoy the season finale a lot for season two, and I wish it was more like that throughout the whole season. 
Yeah, I think like a whodunit that is all leading to the very end. I only really like that in a movie. And mm-hmm. even then, like, I still need something to kind of keep me interested and keep me like getting through all of it. And if that's going to be the case, I need the last like third of the movie to be the end then. Like yeah. I need I need you to stack it on there. But I feel the same way about like TV shows. And like even I tried to watch or I watched it for a bit and then I stopped like Pretty Little Liars where it was just like every fucking episode. We're trying to figure out who this person is and we're not going to find out until the very last one. Like I'm just oh. But even with Pretty Little Liars, didn't they change what it was, who it originally was? And so then it didn't actually make sense if you go back and watch it from the beginning. I maybe. That's what I heard is like. Same with um, Gossip Girl. I know Gossip they did with Girl. Gossip Girl. Yeah, I'm Gossip Girl, they did the same they did thing. Yeah, maybe. But yeah. I th- I'm pretty sure with Pretty Little Liars, they did they did that. Because one, they didn't want it to be obvious from the book since yeah. the book already existed. And then two, they didn't, people had guessed it. And I'm just like, if people guessed it, that means you're kind, you're Good. doing your job. You're doing a good job. Yeah, it's it should never be so far out of left field. It should be like just enough that it makes you immediately want to rewatch the show to mm-hmm. catch all of those Everything. little things. Yeah. And um, yeah, so it's just hard are to bad do. about doing that too. It's it's it really fucking so hard mad. for TV shows, and I think like you can make so much money because they can go on for so long. But it's like a format that like if you want to have a TV show that goes on forever, like you pick a different kind of show. Mm-hmm. Like it's just it will be insufferable, and people will get tired of it, and yep. they'll get over it eventually. And you know, but at the end of the day, you still make the money, so whatever. But um, I am just. I love watching and finishing a really good TV show and I'm so happy. But every time we watch a Marvel show, I'm like, now I got to watch some Marvel movies again. Like I, I, that's why I'm liking going, I I stopped while I was home, but going through and watching the movies and TV shows in the order Mm -hmm. that they should air. It's been very enjoyable. Well, I can't wait to see they're doing like some Spider-Man ones coming up and I'm like, is it that can, isn't it, is it going to, if I'm not wrong, I th- maybe they haven't talked about it before, but I wondered if they were going to do the Spider-Man iteration similar that they did to the animated one. Mm. Um, and I would be excited to see that. You know, Nick Miller's in those ones, that animated one. Jake Johnson. I was like, Nick Miller, like the character? <laughs> or I was like, <laughs> you mean thing. the actor? Okay. Same thing. They are the same. Um, yeah, he's, he's Spider-Man. I had no idea. I've he never sounds seen exactly. They even made his nose look like his nose. No, I haven't seen it. Oh, yeah. Just, looking into the Spider Verse is excellent. I know everyone. Everyone has said it's that. Excellent. So, I have to be in the right mood to watch an animated movie, only because but animated. This, no, it's not. It's not that I don't think of them as the same. It's just animated movies catch me off guard more than ones with real humans. So if there's anything fucking emotional in an animated movie, like my threshold of what I can handle before I'm sobbing is much lower. Like I, I could watch a TV show where something really sad happens. Like, but you fucking give me bing bong. I am a puddle on the I floor. Like animated movies. I, was, I cheered when bing bong died. Spoiler alert. I thought Bitch, Bing Bong was the I thought Bing Melissa. Bong was the most annoying character that ever existed in the history of movies. Melissa, that's the hottest take you've ever given, and you're not even giving it on the right podcast. <laughs> Bitch, that's like so bad. I cry I cry at I cry every week watching Grey's Anatomy. I cry. I cry I think and I'm like you're a serial killer. Like, no, I how? cry. I cried in 
what's the name of that movie? Emotions Five Senses. What's the name of that movie? Bing Bong's in fucking <laughs> <laughs> Happy Sad. No, but no, stop talking. You're making me forget what it's fucking called. Inside Out. Inside Out. You're I like cry. The DSM Five. That DSM Five movie. DSM Five movie. <laughs> <laughs> I I did cry in that movie, but Bing Bong was not part of my tears. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, Hello Fresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist-approved, so fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head-on.
that I've literally never heard anyone say that. Like there's no moment in my life I have ever cried more in a film. Like that, Mm-mm. I was- I've in- cried in so many things, oh. but usually watching things is when my tears come out. But Bing Bong- ugh, Even though Bing like, Bong was representative of childhood- my childhood still lives long, lives on. It doesn't die. Uh, <laughs> Forever so. young. <laughs> I can't believe that. Most annoying like, character. Wait, do you like Baby Groot? Yeah. Okay, who else don't you like? Because I need to know that, who Bing Bong is a company. Be, that might me. be one of the you very can. few. Melissa, that's so in, that's, that's. That's a wild. I, I'll look. I'll literally look at Marvel because you know my game has all the characters. Let me see if there's anybody that I Rocket. Hate. Rocket's fine. Annoying, but annoying fine. Annoying as fuck, but it's supposed to be annoying. Yeah. Let's Please see. tell me you like Bing Bong more than Star Lord. Star Lord's funny. Do you like Bing Bong? I don't more like. Than Chris I Pratt? don't like Chris Pratt, but I like Star Lord. Okay, do you like Bing Bong more than Chris Pratt? Okay, the house is burning down. If you have to say <laughs> Bing Bong or Chris Pratt, Melissa, you're letting Bing I Bong would, burn. I would save Chris Pratt because Chris Pratt's real. Okay, well, this situation is also not fucking real. You're not, <laughs> the house isn't burning down, and why would you be in the house of Bing Bong and Chris Pratt? But like, you wouldn't. You wouldn't for like the greater like for everybody else who like loves Bing Bong. Wow. No. Wow. You know, if I was a Scientologist. Children. What's Chris that term Pratt they has use? Has children. You don't know that. You don't know Bing Bong's Bing Bong's paternity or lineage. Question: What's that term that they use? Suppressive. If if this was Scientology, I would refer to Guess you. Guess what? Bing as Bong's suppress- already dead, and uh, Chris Pratt isn't. So what does it matter? Oh my god. Wow. Wow. I but is Bing Bong really dead or is he just a suppressed memory? So could she go to therapy and bring Bing Bong back? Can I go to therapy and bring Bing Bong back? I I like I told I gave Mots the warning when we watched that movie. I was like, it's really sad. And I gave him the same one with Up. Um and I think we watched Up first. And I was like, I just need you to know that like I think this is sadder than like up. Like this is like up is like sad in a way that you think and like in a way you expect. Like this one like will like has the potential to like send you into like a spiral. Like this is so uh what's that fucking word? It's, you know, when you um it's, you're thinking about yourself and like your place in the world. Like what's the meaning of life? What's that like why are we even here? existential Existential. it's like so existential like and you'll just keep thinking about it and i fucking my my ass i fell asleep while watching inside out and i woke up and he was so not okay and he just looks at me and he goes you didn't warn me enough and i was like i don't know how much more to warn you when you said you were ready for this movie the only one that i've like dipped out of that i was like i'm not ready and i don't think i've described this well enough was we we started watching p.s i love you and I was like, we can't watch this. And he was like, why? Like, we love him. Like, Ireland, like, lovely, beautiful. And I was like, this movie's, like, really fucking sad. And it just doesn't stop being sad. But I love that movie. Maybe well, I need a good cry. I'll watch it. Even though my birth control makes me cry. Like, 
not even like I'm sad, like sad crying, but it just makes my eyes like well up with tears, like so much quicker. Like anything that could be even slightly, like if I hear a song lyric that's like slightly cute, my threshold, like I'm not sad, but my eyes are like, are you sure about that? And it's just like, it's like really, it mo- that birth control really moistened those fucking tear ducts. It makes, mine makes me angry, so. We all have different. Tis why, I, I mean, the, the last one I was on didn't, but that one just, I don't know. I just started not feeling like myself anymore, Um, but. It's that combination. Plus our hormones, the crazy they change. Are, yeah. yeah, and so yeah. like. In theory, our birth control, like it, it's pretty rare for people to have a birth control that sustains you for a long period of time. And like in reality could potentially be, you know, more like an antidepressant or more like something else that, you know, over time affects and changes. But, you know, yeah. I really hope this one fucking works for a while. Yeah. Well, well, what a good TV little recap we had. What are you all watching? Let us know. What else should we watch? Any If you, there's any of the other Marvel shows that we mentioned that we hadn't seen yet that you're like, oh, you got to see, the one thing I'm just going to tell you right now, I'm not a Hawkeye fan. I'm not watching it. You watching anything else before we wrap it up? Um, I don't think so. We've just been doing the comfort shows. So Brooklyn Nine-Nine, we did a couple of episodes of Modern Family, but we kind of got back into the Brooklyn Nine-Nine thing. Oh my God, I can't believe I didn't fucking tell you this. This is the last thing I'll mention. So I like tweeted when, so there's few things in TV shows, like happy moments in TV shows that like make me cry. And again, TV shows with like real life people, I don't, I don't always cry in them, but very rarely in happy moments. I have never not cried when Jake and Amy got engaged. Like, I don't know why it just like really fucking kid. Like, it just- you know what made me cry with them is even it was way before that. It was just when they were on that stakeout sharing those almonds that no, made that, me cry. So, when you started so, telling that, I was like, I know which one you're going to yeah. say. So like that made me cry. You can't say that I'm a monster because no, I still can. Like mm-hmm. you're still a fucking mm-hmm. monster. Like, I think Jake Peralta, de- Jake Peralta definitely sobbed with Bing Bong. So, you know, but yeah, he did, but Amy didn't. No, probably not. She, she got a little, she got a little she, too existential. She, she laughed just spiraled and then yeah. made a list. <laughs> um, but I like posted like me being like, oh my God, this will like always make me cry. And someone responded and was like, oh my God, my best friend's dad was on that show. And I was like, who? And she goes, oh, he like played some guy, I think like, captain ray holt and i go shut the fuck up bitch like he is the best character on the show he's my favorite person like when i tell you he might be one of the best characters in television history literally what i said to mats i go if there is anybody i'm going to fangirl over if i ever met like actor wise i don't not even fictional character like i actually cannot think of somebody else because like yes i love kiki palmer but i'm like kiki we're gonna be friends like i'm mm-hmm. not gonna be weird about this like i'm not gonna like whatever um michael b. Jordan- past episodes would say not uh-huh uh michael <laughs> b. jordan uh you know i already had my embarrassing moment with you but that's like a sexual desire and mm-hmm. you know it's it's that that flame that flame has the flame has not been fully quenched but like it's definitely more manageable fire those loins those loins are in a manageable fire um and like Taylor Swift, like I, you know, I've like, like loved her music for like so long. And like, you know, music is a very intimate kind of thing. But like when a fucking TV actor has like pretty much no social media presence except for promoting their TV show and you only see them in a performance of a singular TV show. And like, 
I like genuinely think he'd be the person I would fangirl over like the most. Like if I saw him out, I would be like, oh my fucking God. Like I would die. Like I don't, I, I was like, oh my God, I'm going to lose my fucking mind. And she was like, oh, I haven't seen it. And I go, I don't know anything about like him and his personal life, but purely based on how he played the character, I bet he's a wonderful dad to your friends. And she goes, yeah, he's really cool. And I was like, I can't believe, I really wanted to be like, do you think he got on cameo for Matt's birthday? But like he would never like, ugh. but I died. Like imagine. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. 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 I literally lost my shit. I was like, there's literally no one else you could have said that would like, this is the biggest reaction I would have had. When they said it so casually, I was like, I know just a passing character, which even the passing characters are still pretty oh, stacked. I would have been stoked. Like, yeah. I mean, we know my love of, I know how much Andy you Samberg. love Amy's brother. Don't bring that up. Is this, a, this is retaliation for Bing Bong, isn't it? Yes. I gave you shit for Bing Bong, and now you're sending the Linwell Miranda stands after me. <laughs> the Miranda stands. They're going to read me my Miranda stand rights. Mm-hmm. I can't. Do they think all the Hamilton stands, Hamill stands? They call them... Politicians. No, they, ha- they, haven't, they have a name. It's called... The curly wigs. Mm-mm. The the declarations. I think it's Hamilton's, maybe. Mm. I that's really that's okay. That feels like it fits. Mm-hmm. And remember, it's musical theater. Did you see that article about like Benedict Cumberbatch finds out that he like might owe reparations because his fan and people were shocked and I was like his first name is Benedict his last name is Cumberbatch right and you were shocked that this man has a very long lineage of wealthy British people like this is his go- this is his birth name right like and this isn't like a quirky Utah name like there there's a brand and a certain genre of names that's like Baron the fifteenth Scots of of petticoats, blah, blah. Like, that's an aristocrat name. Like, what? Yep. I was like, why? And everybody was shocked. And they were like, oh, my God, how do you think he's handling this? I go, I don't think he's shocked. Like, he's seen his birth certificate. Like, he knows how he grew up. Like, he's taken a history class. Like, I cannot imagine he's bamboozled by this. (sighs) Well, oh, I've I've been catching up well not catching up i just kind of stopped watching it but then i needed something i was going i was really that when i was waiting for my food to arrive i went through my uh netflix account and looked at the things that i had saved over the years because i was thinking like Hmm. do i still need netflix all the time because i don't watch it all the time i only watch it when there's a show that comes out so I was going through looking to see if there's anything that I had started that I didn't finish, blah, blah, blah. I was like, I still haven't finished Orange is the New Black, which I only ha- I have one season. I was watching it live, and then the last season came out in a time where I couldn't just sit down and watch it. And then so I just never finished it. So I still need to finish that. Um, I did want to watch the season of House of Cards where it was just Claire. Rob, Robin yeah, Wright Robin Wright. That is Eric. She- they they got divorced. Who? I would say is she Robin Wright Penn or just Robin Wright? Oh, I think it's just Robert Wright now. Okay. Um 
So she, I want to watch her season. So I was like, okay, then I got that. And then I never finished Grace and Frankly, which I'm on like season three or four of it. And there's like seven seasons. And I said, oh, and so I've been, while I've been cleaning my home, I've just mindlessly had it on. Very enjoyable show. Mm. I think I started that. I don't think we ever, I ever got into it, into it. Yeah, it's not like a, I feel like it's a show you can just pop into, Mm -hmm. not just Okay, good to know because I like mm-hmm. shows like that, and yeah. we've been we 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 like to know the level of commitment mm-hmm. before we start a show of like how much we have to pay attention. Yeah, are we trying to piece things together? Like what yeah. happens if you we don't? Blink? Yeah, it's not. It's just a mindless show. So, if you're gonna watch any show about useless superpowers, you need to watch Marvel Runaways. That show, the fact that we as a society just like went on after that show ended and we just were like yeah that I happened never watched it, melissa yeah. but it's still like it fits into the mcu too if you it i forgot where it, but they do reference it in other things because when i was doing my research and how to watch same with cloak and dagger which yeah well that was i knew yeah that yeah, one was and also then they, more well regarded it's well regarded but it got canceled pretty quick but then their character the cloak and dagger end up on runaways too like the same actors play them. And then it's still, I was like, am I going to commit to watching this since it does fit into the MCU, but I don't have to watch it? Maybe. I, I need you I to remember, watch Runaways. I remember you Melissa. talking shit about it, but you no, no. still liked it. No, I didn't talk shit. I talked you shit. You did. It's, it, Melissa, it's pure gold. It's the worst television That's ever what I'm talking made. about. You said nobody it was terrible, act, but still good. Nobody can, like, there's non-existent directing. Like, nobody knows what the plot is. I just to summarize it in one way, everybody has like these superpowers. None of the superpowers are relevant. One girl's superpower is she has a dragon. That's her superpower. There's just a dragon there. And like the dragon can't like do anything. It's just but like she's there. not the the um she's not kitty kitty. What's her name? Well, it also got canceled before they could do much with it. I don't know. Because there's, because Kitty Pride is part of X-Men. So is she part of the Runaways? Because she has a dragon. Let's see. I think it was a dragon. Maybe it was a different animal. I'm just saying, is, is, was that Kitty Pride? I don't think so. Hmm. Let me see. No. Maybe later on, but like it was not, uh, like not in the time. But the best one is that one of the girls is gay, and her superpower is she turns into a rainbow. Like she just glows rainbow. I remember you saying that. And it's just unhinged. And like the worst part of it is like they equally it's split between like screen time of like the kids and then their parents. And the kids aren't great actors. They don't have a lot to work with. Some of them are like better than others, but like the script is so painfully bad, but the parents are literally even worse. Like they're so fucking bad and it is just remarkable. And I'm obsessed with the plot of it though. Cause like it literally starts, it's so fucking dark. It literally starts because these kids like walk in and realize like their parents are at a like, in a cult doing a seance where they're sacrificing a virgin who's like a girl from like their school or something who died and was missing. And like, they're like, 
what? Like our parents are murderers? Like, whoa, let's run away. And he's just like, what the fuck is happening? And then they're like hiding in like the Los An- the hills of Los Angeles. And it's just like, it's so fucking chaotic. Um, and then they're like fighting their parents and it's just, it's all really funny. Yeah. Yeah. It says that the season three would have connected it more to S.H.I.E.L.D., but then they didn't yeah. get a season three. I was or season four. I mean, I didn't even think I. I don't even know if I watched season three. I might have gotten over it at that point, but boy, oh boy! Well, it it ended in December twenty nineteen, so I'm guessing the pandemic kind of ended it. But it was. I couldn't look away. I was obsessed with it. So nope, it was canceled in November, so it wasn't even the pandemic. They can blame it though. Yeah. For themselves. Um, interesting. Yeah, they said that they, in the way that that uh, the Defenders would mention things that were happening in the MCU, they did the same thing. Mm. Yeah, I couldn't even tell you now, like, any connection to it. Like, it was like, maybe they did have some of those references and I just like missed them, but it is so tone wise style. It's like so fucking different. Like there's no part of me that it could even place it in the MCU. Yeah. They were saying that they, it was liberating that they didn't have to stick to the, the strict rules of the MCU, but they said that they, they talked about the actions that happened in Avengers. They talked about Iron Man and they talked about what Captain America was doing. And then on they they talked about Wakanda, and then Darkhold from Agents of Shield did a brief crossover, and then they were going to do more of it, but then it was canceled. I need to know if it had like a fan base that was earnest. I felt like every time I opened Hulu, it was the first thing that was on there. Well, at the time, um. It was their only, um, no, because I, I think it was a Hulu exclusive. It so wasn't think, It was. Yeah, so I was going to say, I think at the time that was their only Marvel exclusive. It was. Uh, so. There was a, a animated thing, I think, but yeah, like yeah. as far as. So big, I think pro- promo-wise, I think they yeah. had a lot of uh, budget for that. Mm-hmm. So anyways. That's going to be it, everybody. Happy Tuesday. And um, excited. Go ahead. I was going to say, excited for you to hear the rest of the episodes we have for you this week. And we'll see you next Tuesday. Goodbye. Goodbye.